0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me
1: every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Cowboys made a trade on Tuesday. Could they be making another one? before week eight, all that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast locked Network, your on. team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. He is Landon McCool. Check him out on Twitter at McCool BCB Landon. What's going on, sir?
0: Not much, you know, uh, just still recovering from the fact that the Cowboys made a big trade after us asking to and maybe they've just started all finally listening to Cowboys podcast and uh, and pontificators. But uh, I'm excited to answer some questions about I'm sure the trade and about, uh, you know, maybe some potential future trades.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's just dive right into it. We got uh, before I even looked like 48 questions and about Mm -hmm. 10 of them are all the same. So Mm -hmm. everybody wants to know can the Cowboys or will the Cowboys make a move for a wide receiver? We'll go to Travis's question beyond the obvious days. What wide receiver would you like to see the Cowboys trade for in the upcoming days?
0: You know, normally uh, I would imagine on other teams when they make a trade, uh, the, the questions on their locked on shows the next day is, well, tell us more about this player, but no, no, instead, instead what it's done is whetted the Cowboys fans appetite for more trades. And and now specifically for a wide receiver, uh, Mm -hmm. So I guess the question is like, you know, would the, do we think the Cowboys are going to trade for a wide receiver and, and who would it be? I mean, let's let's start with that
1: first one. Do you think the Cowboys are interested in making a move for a wide receiver?
0: I do, simply because the tea leave reading that we've seen, right? It just feels like it, it, there's people whispering on the wind about this, um, you know, much and much about much like kind of the situation with Gallimore where there's a lot of things that, like, you know, the 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 actions of the team don't quite match up with with like some of the talk behind the team. So, um, I tend to think that they may be simply because of, you know, what we're hearing, sort of. Um, but but I don't really have any concept for for who it would be. I mean, I think there's names that have been thrown around. Uh, you know, you, you see Brian Broadus and some other folks kind of throwing around the name uh, Brandon Cooks. But I I honestly think that that has everything to do with the fact that. When it's tr- wide receiver trade time you know Brandon Cooks is the is is like the the guy like he's sure. been traded so many times so um it's it, it's interesting to see kind of the names that are being bantied about and, and I wonder how much they line up with the teams that are actually willing to trade that player so I, uh, I
1: agree. i I think the Cowboys are looking at adding a receiver to the scene not in, let's be clear not like a number one I no, know that they're going no. out there to try to trade for DJ Moore or even Brandon Cooks, right? Like, I think they're looking for more somebody that can fill a role. And let's, let's do a little checklist, right? Let, the things oh that the Cowboys would want at receiver if they're making a trade. Okay. I think somebody that can play, like, the third and fourth receiver spot. Somebody who can play multiple positions, right? Somebody yep. that can fill in, Definitely. you know, in the slot and on the outside. If you're trading for, like, a wide receiver four, because I think the Cowboys do feel good about C.D. Gallup, and Noah Brown. This guy, that guy has to be able to play special teams and we know yeah. with Simi Fahoku on IR I mean you're missing that Jalen tolbert doesn't play special teams so you need that plus you need somebody who is relatively cheap how many receivers out there Landon, fit that mold of hey wide receiver three wide receiver four with flexibility and special teams ability can you think of any
0: not a ton that are available right because it's not despite the fact- they've got to be available yeah, that, that's the thing that is is key, is that not only do they have to be available, but it's, it's also like those are kind of players that are easy for teams to retain because they're not expensive, and they're not necessarily looking to get rid of them. So it, it's I can't think of anyone off the top of my head that kind of fits all that bill, uh, except for – did Denzel Mims play any, any special teams in, no. in, in, with the Jets? No. Yeah, I mean – yeah, the Jets have a couple of different guys, that it sounds like they're shopping, and especially now that – uh, you know, their <laughs> season seems to be falling yeah. apart. Uh, that would be a team that we consider. But I can't really think of anyone like that really, f- you know, kind of one. threads that needle perfectly. I know you do. Let's hear it.
1: This player uh, has a reasonable contract. Not a, he's not on a rookie deal, um, but does fit all those things. And has only played 40 snaps over the last five weeks. So pretty clearly getting phased out of the offense. What about Cedric Wilson? In a trade, oh wow! So I asked uh, <laughs> PFF Brad about okay. his contract for the next couple of years. Yeah, the Cowboys could trade for him, and it basically would be a two-year deal at nine million. So, I mean, not terrible, right? Uh, it would give you somebody who can play in the slot, who can play on special teams, can play on out on the outside. Plus, I, I don't think we should forget this point. The Cowboys haven't run like any trick plays. No, they haven't. No. Because they just don't have anybody to do that. Yeah, we know that Cedric Wilson knows this offense. He's not playing at all in Miami. Why not send a day three pick for somebody that you know well?
0: I mean, you make a very compelling argument. I I, I think that it's so funny. It's so funny because I was just sitting there thinking, like while you were listing all that off, I was like man, the Cowboys tried to keep a guy like this and uh-huh. it, it became very expensive very quickly. The other thing to consider though is that they kept, they kept Cedric Wilson or they, Cedric Wilson walked out of the door when they were still having a lot of that money earmarked for Randy Gregory. Sure. So th- I think it becomes a lot more of an affordable case now that you still kind of, I think still have some money left over from what you would have spent for Randy Gregory, even after spending it on, on, on some of it on Dorrance Armstrong. Um, yeah, I mean honestly. So you said nine million for two years. So here's the way that you could do it. Um, yeah, if the
1: Cowboys wanted to basically have it just be a one-year rental, it'd be two point two million. If you did it now, like two million. If you did it after the buy, right, or a- after this week, so basically two million for the rest of the year. If you wanted to keep him this year and next year, uh, nine million total for the rest of the season and next year. Not bad. In, in today's wide receiver market, not all that bad.
0: No. Um, I, I mean, there's lots of reasons to really like that, including the fact that obviously he would know the system. He'd come in very well versed on, on, on how to run everything. It wouldn't take him almost any time to kind of get up to speed. You know he can perform. You know that he can produce. When It's funny because when you started listening, it right before you listed the name, the name that actually came to my head, even though I think he's a free agent now, is Malik Turner. Uh, because yep. he's another guy that's – I think he's on the street now. But obviously, Cedric Wilson is a better version of Lee Turner. And frankly, you know, he, I understand the Dolphins have an incredible wide receiver core, but I am shocked that, that, that Cedric Wilson hasn't gotten more opportunities there. They, they've got um, a guy
1: named Rivercraft playing more snaps than Cedric Wilson. And the thing with Miami is they don't play a lot of three-receiver sets anyways. I think they're the lowest team in the league, and Cedric Wilson's not even the third receiver on that team. So – this would be a way for Miami to save some cap space, kind of get out of a bad deal for them, and for the Cowboys to upgrade the receiving core.
0: Uh, it does I mean I'm assuming that if they're playing a guy named Rivercraft, that Miami must have some sort of like sponsorship with Cabela or something like that, or like I, I, that's ridiculous, man. And, that and and we should play.
1: we should mention they drafted a receiver in the fourth round this year. Uh, yeah, your E from Texas Tech. That's right. Uh, who they're trying to get out of the field, so. I'm not saying this is going to happen, but if if you're want a receiver that does kind of fill some of the holes that you have, especially like, Hey, if you need, you don't have a backup punt returner on this team now because Jordan Lewis is now out for the season. This just gives you another guy that can help you on game days.
0: I like it. I mean, honestly, I do. And, and and at the very least, it it really bolsters your your special teams. Uh, and I think what you do at that point, if you can do that, is you basically shut Tolbert down for the year. You yep. know, let him have a year to kind of just kind of fully develop. It, it, clearly, what they've been trying to do is get him involved in special teams. I've heard uh, I heard uh, Fossil talk about that they were trying to work him in a little bit more. It, it just may not be his thing, you know. And especially if he didn't hasn't played a ton of football total in his career, if he didn't play it a ton in high school. You, you missed a lot of the kind of fundamentals that all of us learn in high school football, like tackling and some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't have the skill set uh, quite up to where it needs to be for that. So I like it. I certainly think that uh, it's a name that I wasn't considering, uh, but it certainly makes a lot of sense. And, and obviously, the element of, of, about it that I like the most is that you know he could, he could come in and hit the ground running, obviously, and, and know exactly what to do.
1: And one more thing, when I asked uh, PFF Brad about like what would be the cost to go get him, he said why don't you just give Miami the compensatory pick that you're going to get for Cedric Wilson, which is like a six round pick, right? <laughs> Basically just swap it back. And I was like, you know what? It's great. If it costs me a six round pick to, to improve my wide receiver core, I'm doing that in a heartbeat. Uh, let's get to some more questions, Landon. But before we do that, we want to tell you about LinkedIn these days. Every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. All you have to do is add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash nfl. That is linkedin.com slash nfl to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. We also want to tell you about bird dogs. You and I, Layden, are huge mm, bird dog fans. Love uh, they my send, bird dogs. Yeah, they sent us a pair of sweatpants uh in the mail a few weeks ago absolutely love them bird dog pants are perfect for fall golf you might not play like tiger but on the golf (laughs) course you'll feel just as good go to birddogs.com and enter promo code locked on and they'll throw in a free bird dogs rope hat that's birddogs.com promo code locked on and boom a free bird dogs rope hat with your pair of bird dogs the most comfortable comfortable shorts pants and sweatpants with built-in liners you will not want to take these things off. I promise you. Landon and I are huge fans Ugh. of sweatpants. Just been wearing them around the house. Uh, we're gonna call these our podcasting sweatpants.
0: I mean, honestly, it's embarrassing. I have to say, like I, two or three times, I actually—I'm not gonna lie—I pulled them out of the dirty clothes because I wanted to keep wearing okay. them. Yeah, which, it's, which it's, means it's,
1: Bird Dogs send us some more sweatpants.
0: That's right. We need, we need more sweatpants because I'm not sure if I love them enough yet. <laughs> yes, go uh, just
1: go check them out. Locked on and boom again, free Bird Dogs rope hat with your pair of Bird Dogs. All right, Landon, let's get to some more questions. A um, lot of people want to know about the receiving court in general. Not making a trade, but yeah, this one from Michael. How disappointed are you in the receiving court? It seems like week in and week out, they've had bad drops that make the quarterback's job harder.
0: Um. You know, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in, in the fact that, that uh, we haven't gotten to see any of Jalen Tolbert. I, I figured that he would have, have developed a little bit further. I still tend to think that that's a lot has to do with the fact that it's a problem with the numbers game because he doesn't play special teams like we said. It's hard to get him on the field, and he isn't quite developed enough as a wide receiver to justify his roster spot uh, over guys that can do you know more for the team. Mm-hmm. Um you know, outside of that, I, I actually think that Anthony, uh, that Brown has done a great job. Noah Brown's done a great job kind of stepping into that role. Gallup has kind of, you know, had to work his way back into health. He doesn't look like he's kind of fully there yet. And that's no, going to be, no. you know, a, an ongoing process. And I actually think that, that CD Lamb has played a lot better football, uh, the, yeah. you know, these last few weeks. He's kind of struggled uh, early, but I thought that he's kind of evened it out a little bit. I, I you know, look, I, I think as we stand right now, um, you're kind of in a middle spot where you're waiting for Gallup to kind of continue to get healthier. And and I think that Noah Brown is doing what he can uh, at the, at the position. So uh, that's why we're kind of having this conversation about bringing in more guys. Like, cause if you, if you, if you suffered an injury right now, you kind of would be in a bad spot, but I I tend to think that the the wide receivers haven't been as terrible as it's been made out to be. I just think that there's hasn't been a ton of opportunity. And, and, you know, frankly, when Cooper Rush was here, yeah, you know, he he was just more comfortable kind of throwing the ball inside to tight ends and running backs, and or at least wide receivers that were kind of running out of the slot. So I, I think that there has been some disappointment, but I don't know that it's like uh, you know bitterly disappointed about the wide receivers because I I think that they for the most part haven't been terrible. It's just uh, there's been some uh, certain spots that have been less than yeah. what you wanted it to, to be, and in, and in, in other spots where they've just been just okay.
1: Yeah. I think there is a disappointment with how Jalen Tolbert's start of his career has gone, right? Like sure, absolutely. you want him to be so good that you, you can't keep him off the field. Right. But that obviously hasn't been the case, but at the same time, I think this franchise and the organization is slow playing a lot of these mid round picks. Like they just want them to feel super comfortable before they hit the field. Like we know Jarrell Cox can play. Cowboys aren't putting him into a position yet where they have to. Um, Naishon Wright and Kelvin Joseph; these are a second and third round picks. The Cowboys have played veterans over them as they kind of bide their time, right? I think, I think the Cowboys, because the roster is better than what it's been in previous years, they're just not forced to play young players and rookies. So, let me put it this way: I think, like in twenty twenty. Jalen Torbert probably would have been starting in week one and he probably would have played all year long, but because the roster is in better shape, you can't afford to have him be a, a, you know, sometimes a healthy scratch and just let him get up to speed. So I I can see it both ways here.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think it's clear cut that the wide receivers have been a disappointment. In fact, I think part of, like you mentioned, part of the reason that Tolbert's not playing is because Noah Brown has played so well that he's made his spot kind of expendable at this point. Right? Like, it's hard I it's be hard guy, really quick mean- mm-hmm. in like
1: 2019 2020 cowboys and actually we saw this like with demarcus lawrence like when lawrence was drafted it was at 2014 that was a second round pick that was given the starting job in week one before he broke his foot the cowboys have a second round defensive end in sam williams right now who is playing well above expectation like he's playing awesome right now and they're only giving him like 12 snaps a game yeah. right they're trying to slow play these guys so they don't overwork them because I think Mike McCarthy knows in a seventeen game schedule and hopefully for the Cowboys a twenty one game schedule. There you go. You don't want these guys to hit a rookie well wall in December. You want them playing their best football in December. And I think that's why they're Limiting the snaps for a lot of these players.
0: Well, I also think there's, you know, the idea is that there's going to be a handoff, right? At some point, is that as the season goes on, as these young guys start to work in a little bit more, you'll decrease the veteran snaps, you'll increase some of the rookie snaps as they earn. Earn more and more snaps, and then hopefully by the end of the year, when you really need everyone playing at their best, you've got rookies with experience that are not hitting a rookie wall because they've just kind of gotten into the swing of playing in the season. You've got veterans who aren't worn out yet because they've been uh, alleviated by the these rookies that are coming on. You know, there's there's just a very. Uh, I, I will say this. I mean, and we can we talked about this last year. One thing that Mike McCarthy has done a really great job of is player management as far as like you know knowing when and how to substitute players knowing when to uh get them off the field and not over repping these guys uh you know you could say what you want about what happened at the end of the year last year but mccarthy had this team set up in a great position health-wise when it went into the playoffs
1: healthiest i've ever seen them in the playoffs
0: And and, and, and and yeah they just play bad and i think that that i think that that you know, is is uh, uh, a testament to the way that the team has managed players since McCarthy has been here, and I also think that it's a testament to, uh, you know, uh, playing the youth and, and having you know depth in order to be able to facilitate such a thing. Because to yeah. be able to continue to win games at a rate that gets you into the playoffs, while also you know, resting your veteran players and making sure that you're developing your younger players, that's an incredible, difficult needle to thread. And the Cowboys managed to do a good job of it last year, and I, I feel like they're doing a pretty good job of it this year. All right.
1: One of their depth pieces that is going to have to play this week is Deron Bland, their fifth-round pick yeah. out of Fresno State. Uh, Javier wants to know, is it possible at all that Duron Bland ends up being a upgrade from Jordan Lewis?
0: Certainly. I mean, look <laughs> – Possible is 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 a wide range of things in the is NFL. Um, I, I I don't think it's unlikely from what we've seen uh, of of Duron Bland so far. He's played very well. He's taking advantage of of all these situations. He hasn't necessarily been burned heavily. Um, you know, I think what one thing that Jordan Lewis does that is is kind of missed often is uh he's he's decent in coverage he's you know he was he was ha- especially having a really good game this last game when he got hurt
1: game of the season yep uh,
0: but he's a solid tackler uh he's he's solid in the box he's a he's a he's a force as a tackler and a run defender in the box uh so i'm interested to see how bland kind of can pick up that aspect of it but from the coverage standpoint look Bland was one of the best man cover cornerbacks coming into the draft last year. I mean, the numbers kind of bear that out to a large degree. He got a, you know. He kind of got knocked a little bit coming from Fresno State, not necessarily a traditional uh, uh, spot. But look, he came into training camp and showed you right away that he belonged. And then when you put him into the regular season snaps, he showed you that he belonged there too. So uh, as far as my whole thought process with these young guys, especially these kind of – Guys that came out of nowhere that like are fifth round picks that are suddenly just showing up and playing really good football, uh, uh you know, their rookie year. This happens across the league. I, you let them play until they show you that they can't, like, mm-hmm. you let you, you get them in there, and, and obviously Bland's going in for because Jordan Lewis is hurt, but you give him the full load and you see what he can handle, and 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 you hope that he surprises you. And, and oftentimes, these guys do. So, I think there's plenty of optimism to think that it could be a uh you know a positive wally pip situation for the cowboys and i mean hopefully you know right. hopefully lewis is not pipped completely you know off the team i like him a lot but that is a possibility um but but i think that it's it's he's shown us that he belongs let's let's let yeah show us the ceiling you show us where 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 your limit is because i haven't seen it quite yet so all
1: right let's talk about jordan lewis just really quickly i thought yeah. his game against the lions was by far the best of the season like he played incredible he did I kind of think he was struggling a little bit before that, though. Like I he thought was, he, I thought of the starters. Like you could make a case that he was of the bottom three or four. Um, he struggled a little bit, and I don't know if Bland's going to come in and be great. But what we've seen from Bland at the end of his career, final three games at uh, Fresno State, he allowed a total of thirty-five yards in coverage on thir- twenty-seven targets. Fantastic. He played really well in the preseason. He ended up beating out Calvin Joseph for kind of that number four cornerback job. And he's already played this year, and he has an interception. So I don't want the expectations to get too out of control, but everything we've seen from him so far has been positive. So let's wait and see. If it doesn't work out, the good thing is the Cowboys have options, right? They can move anthony brown into the slot and slide calvin joseph from the outside they've got nation Wright, who we know fits the scheme and they can help out nation Wright on the outside if they need to i'm kind of excited to see bland though
0: i am too honestly I, I i think that you know it's one of those situations where uh you hate to see the vet go but you you're excited to see what yes. the, the rookie has and, I, and I, they have kind of different skill sets I, I think that bland may be a better cover guy uh, at least just, you know, physical ability to kind of keep up with guys than, than Jordan Lewis was. And more yeah. Athletic. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of the 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 changes in the pros and cons of Bland versus Jordan Lewis.
1: All right, let's get to some more questions. But before we do that, we want to tell you about price picks. Price picks is so much fun. All you have to do is pick two to five players, so and if they score more or less than their price pick projection, you win. And you can win up to ten times your money on any entry, no compete, competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize Picks offers projections on just about any sport that you watch. That includes NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. They are currently operational in over 30 states and in Canada. Download the Prize Pick app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, they'll give you $50. It's that easy. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, let's get through a couple more of these questions. Uh, this one from Jeff. He wants to know, what are your expectations for Damone Clark this season? Uh, the Cowboys did activate him on Wednesday, so that means he's going to be practicing and <clears throat> potentially play this weekend. Uh, what are your thoughts here?
0: Uh, I think at this one we're looking at strictly special teams. I mean, you know, if, if he plays on the defense, it, it likely is due to an injury or or maybe multiple injuries because we still haven't even seen you know Cox make the field yet, so really as a defender. Um, I'm interested to, I'm, I am interested to see if maybe I will be interested to see if Damone Clark gets on the field before Cox does and what that actually means, you know, um, I'd be a little surprised to be honest. I, I would, I definitely would. But I think that if, if that happens, then we may need to like be taking a look at what exactly is happening with yep. with with Cox. So uh, but I do think that for the most part, Damone Clark is gonna be playing a ton of special teams. That's where he'll be making, you I know, agree. most of his snaps. So that's where I would look out for
1: him. Next one from Clayton. Is the jumbo package now off the play sheet with Matt Farniak out uh, for the next I think it's next couple months? Or do you think they'll use a defensive lineman back there or just go with more
0: thirteen personnel? Well, they still have Jason Peters, too, so they can use that. Um, you know, I, I don't know if... Don't, that's What's bigger than Jumbo? I mean, seriously. And, and, and I think that likely what they'll do is... I think that what they found is that they really like 13 because they love these tight ends so much. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason that they really started using that kind of Jumbo package near the goal line with th- and 13 personnel. Well, it's like 23 personnel, actually, yeah. with, with Pollard. So... Um, I, I still think you'll see some of that you know as they can. We definitely saw a couple snaps where Peters was playing uh, offensive tackle and then they also had another two tight ends lined up uh, on the other side That's and it. then and then and then Noah Brown is a wing. so they definitely are still going to do packages where they're creating gaps but I, I, I have a feeling that it, you may not see as much of the uh, McGovern fullback uh, play that we had seen previously you'll you'll see different versions of it but yeah probably, probably. not
1: a fullback like a you know a power back like mcgovern or whatever so
0: more of a tight end situation More
1: probably there. more and that's they also like the tight ends quite a bit more hen yeah. shot more ferguson uh, i'm sure you'll see those guys all right that is it for today's show thank you for making locked on cowboys your first listen for your next listen check out the lockdown sports today podcast the biggest stories of the day plus instant reaction big game recap recaps and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts—all the same places that you get the Lot On Cowboys podcast. We'll be back on Friday to preview the Cowboys Bears game tomorrow. A crossover podcast with Lauren Cox talking about the biggest storylines for both the Cowboys and the Bears. Make sure you tune in for that. Follow the show on YouTube. Check out Landon on Twitter at McCoolBCB. I am at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you guys next time. Hey, Prime members.